Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy episode forty-seven. Yeah, that's uh, we, we actually episode got... forty-seven fireworks. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure if you could tell, but like, um, uh, it might be just bad audio. But there was an actual firework display as well. It was really that was really good, really good. In in your little room in Wimbledon. Everything's on fire. Everything's on fire. <laughs> How are you doing, Matt? Uh, I'm actually a little bit under the weather. I was expecting more sympathy, <laughs> but whatever, man, that's fine. Well, you said that mid-sentence. What? You didn't finish why you were under the weather. No, I was... I you was... said under the weather like you were not finishing a sentence. You didn't say no, it like a full it did stop. sound like... It was like more pantomime. It was yeah. like, well, I'm a little bit under the weather, but... No, no, I didn't do that. I was like, it's a little bit under the weather. Wait for affection. Move on. Uh... uh I think it's kind of residual from Christmas, you know, like um, uh, my brother's girlfriend came up and she was like just ridden with flu, so I think I'm kind of getting that, uh, but you know, um, I'm fighting fit to do some Miss Podcast. Mm, how are you feeling, Dan? I'm feeling great. Yeah. First, first, uh, Miss episode of 2019. Correct. Oh, uh, what, a, what a lovely time. Are you excited for a brand new year of Miss, Dan? I am excited. It's going to be really different from all the other years. <laughs> last year <laughs> how, how is this year going to be different for Miss uh, it's going to have different myths in it different like, stories to, like every episode yeah it's going to have different stories uh huh how what how let me ask the question again what's this year going to be different from last year what's one main thing um, we are going to be way more professional I mean what's a realistic thing <laughs> We're going to be, we're probably going to have more risque stuff in the podcast. Yeah, actually, that is true, actually. That's yeah, probably yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. That's probably true. Because uh, naturally, after, you know, when it hit about episode four, you were like, we're a bit more blase about the material we're leaving. Because <laughs> Dan usually says some top shelf stuff, which uh, most of the time we leave it in. But uh, on occasion, we do have to uh, edit it out. Uh, imagine like the Ethiopian crisis of episode forty-three times by two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, every fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I say the dangerous. Da- um, we have the dangerous Dan files, which is uh, uh, the dangerous cuts files. And what had happened? What that is essentially all the material that we've uh, had to cut out, which isn't suitable for the podcast. So it's there on record. So you know, one day if I need to blackmail you, I can't wait. So. Mm. So Dan, what's your like resolutions for this year? What are your resolutions for this year are this is a really dumb one, but I am genuinely going to go to the gym more because I have a gym membership paid for it through work, and I don't go as often as I should, or I definitely haven't this month in December mm-hmm. at all, really, and that's quite bad. Okay, uh, but I'm also scared to go back in January because I feel like January is going to be really busy because it's going to be full of people that don't normally go to the gym, but yeah, that's kind of a turn off. So. I also feel like it's slightly hacked to do that. In fact, if anything, I'm going to spend more time eating and watching Netflix because if anything yeah. I want, I don't want to be I want to go against the mainstream yeah. in January I'd like to go to the theatre more there's something for you yeah. I don't go enough and I do like the theatre and there's lots of good theatre shows out there in the West End and stuff that I just haven't seen that's cool yeah what, what would you see right now 
Do you reckon we should do Miss Miss on Broadway or like Miss uh, the play where it's Miss like, the play where it talks about two handsome podcasts? Well, we could do Miss the musical. Yeah, but, but you know, we don't funding... have to write music or <laughs> sing. It's hard to get, it's hard to get funding for a musical when the people. <laughs> should we? Do you want to be quite funny if we actually applied for like a musical grant or a bursary? Applied our show Miss the Musical to a theatre but with no music or whatever <laughs> just to give the idea Should we? Get, I think that'd be so funny as well but we'll put the what we'll do uh, we'll put the um, we'll find the application form put it on the Miss Fountain Club on the face group and then uh, get everyone to fill it in for us and then we'll post it and then oh we can get oh fans misfits why don't you write the music for us that'd be great there's got to be some talented ones out there do you reckon we have any talented fans Probably at least two. Yeah, so if you know how to write music, why don't you get in touch with us at mistpodcast.gmail.com and then we can um, we can write Mr. Music. You can write like a fan fiction myth story that never took place. But I think a theatre... Yeah, that's quite... Um, but a theatre show, imagine us two like, doing like... It's uh, not a musical, but like a theatre show about the podcast. Uh, there's a there's me where I'm like... Uh, I've got a... Ch- like, you know... Imagine like Brad Pitt will probably play me or something. Yeah, like that. I, I imagine so also. And I'm like... Oh man, I'm trying to edit this podcast, but Dan Rhodes, he, you know, oh, he doesn't really do that much, and that's yeah. the. And I'll be my character will be played by Nick, Nick Frost. Fuck off! <laughs> do it. Why? Why? Oh, but Nick Frost is beating up, and he has long hair. Fuck off, Dan. <laughs> um. Anyway, did you have a good New Year though, Matt? Uh Well, it, I went to my friend's house, and essentially, I went to my. He said it was a house party, and it was a New Year's party, he thought, yeah, okay, a house party, you know, a bit more, you know, I used to love house parties as a teenager, I thought I'd go around. However, uh, it, my friend is married, uh, I was the best man at their wedding, and it wasn't a house party. It was uh, uh, my friend Mark, his wife, and the wife's two friends in the pyjamas. It was a pyjama <laughs> party, was not a house party. As soon as I got in, I was like, oh god. Oh no! This is like this isn't what I signed up for. Like, and I was like, "Oh god!" Uh, and, it's like, uh, and it was kind of like oh, I wanted to get really drunk and just like we hit on some girls, but no, I, I couldn't do that. Um, but uh, alas, unfortunately, uh, we played board games, and I realised it'd been quite not quite the uh, high octane night I had planned because uh, instead of like getting crazy uh, on like kissing a girl on New Year's, uh, instead. Uh, one of the, uh, the uh, one of the girls in her pajamas complained about the expense of fireworks. And the, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, my my night was boring. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line, Matt didn't have a great time. It was, it was actually it was it was nice. I got to play board games with friends, but like you know, when you don't really know most of the people in the room. And yeah, yeah. and you went thinking it was gonna be a, a house party. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of because I went in there like yeah, and I'm like, please be quiet. Brian's maid is on. Uh, <laughs> That was a vibe. That's always fun. It was actually, it was, I, I had a nice time, but like not what I expected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how was your New Year's, Dan? I went to actually kind of a house party, actually. <laughs> it's a house party. It wasn't like, oomsing, house party. But it was like a good group of people there. They were playing like beer pong. And See, that's why, that's why I wanted And then Dan. at the end of the night, they everyone decided they were going to play a type, like a game of like charades, basically, where everyone got given a scrap piece of paper and a pen and you had to write down a celebrity and fold it up and put it in the in the bowl and then oh. people would like take the names out of the bowl and um, uh, well, I'm going to say her name actually Joe. she the girl whose house it was I looked over her shoulder as she was writing obviously it's meant to be anonymous what, yeah. what celebrity you've written 
I looked over her shoulder to find out that she had written Joseph Fritzl. <laughs> and I thought, wow, one of these parties, is it? It was one of those parties. He's not a celebrity, though. It's like, no, sorry, he's not. Like, it's not like, uh, oh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Oh, Joseph Fritzl. Like, that is it, so uh, funny. On the cover of E! Magazine or whatever. And do you know the genuine truth? Is I put down M... Because I was going to write Madeleine McCann. Oh my god! Oh uh, my but god! But I, I didn't. Really, I only really knew a few people there. Um, who some people you know, and I thought I, okay, I I only know about ten percent of the room, so I don't think that's a risk. Man. Yeah, I don't think Madeleine McCann's a risk. So I changed the M, and then I wrote Muhammad Ali. That's a celebrity, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, that's a, Wait, that's a sports a, personality. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. reputable celebrity. I was like, because it was just any fa- it could be yeah, fictional yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. just any well-known person. Um, and then I put it in the hat. And then I looked over and saw that she'd written Joseph Fritzl. And I was like, well, no, I wish I'd have kept <laughs> No, I think wow. that's still a risk, though. Like, wow. That's it was strong. very funny, though. Strong. Watching tr- people trying to act out that in a charades oh game is very funny. Maybe she just, um, maybe she was like, oh, I watched this really interesting documentary and subsequently a really interesting uh, yeah. uh, a podcast which talked about it. It was supposed to be about myths, but they talked about Joseph Fritzl for about 10 minutes. Um did, was she a fan of myths? She she's never even heard of it. Well, that's a shame. However, uh, we want to talk about people who have listened to myths. We do, yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, but well, so we're gonna we got some emails over the Christmas period, uh, and we wanted to read them out. Uh, and specifically we, one today. Yeah, but we got. Well, I think we'll spread them out because yeah. uh, we've got quite a few we want to get through, uh, and some are related to specific podcasts as well. So um, before we start the. Uh, uh, the myth this week we wanted to talk about uh, uh, we got an email from uh, little little old Alex Hulse your brother has emailed us yes uh, so this is like the third time and uh, he's told us about hey, get a life Alex <laughs> I mean, thank you for listening <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing Yeah. Uh, also uh, while I was at the house party because I thought it would be quite funny you know at the end of the New Year's episode I said oh why not at the at, if you're at a house party why don't you put on the music and count down uh, to the New Year's thing, and I suggested that, and they were like, "Ha ha ha, no!" Like, so I, they were like, oh, "We all laugh because it's quite funny, but fuck no, is it happening?" So, <laughs> you you did it though. You you put it on with your friends. Didn't I you? did. Yeah, you, you made everyone listen to this. I did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, obviously we famously did. Um, you know, it was weird at that party I was at. Um, they didn't have a TV in the living room, so they put the radio on as the countdown, and that. What are you, like 1940s uh, Britain gone to war? <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it felt like. Oh, fight them on the beach. I've never had that before, actually. I've never had the, the radio, radio do the countdown. That's Interesting. weird, man. Yeah. Interesting. That, why didn't they have TV in the front room? Well, I think they'd... She did try and explain something. I think I just think maybe they'd remove the TV to fit everyone in for the party. They didn't want oh, the TV okay, to get broken or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So it did make sense, yeah. to be fair, but... yeah. It wasn't like they just didn't own a TV. Yeah, yeah. Cause they that... physically removed the TV and other te- things from the... T- like, they'd removed all the sofas as well. <laughs> it was just like they'd made... Were well, you squatting? Made... <laughs> yeah. I, I went to a squat. Yeah, yeah. squat party. Uh, anyway, uh, my brother emailed in. Hello, guys. Just listen to the Xmas special. Great stuff. First point, great present from Dan. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember, but for my birthday, uh, Dan got me... Uh, Ayawadi on Ayawadi, uh, a book by Richard Ayawadi. Uh, and my brother goes on to say, Ayawadi is the director of the best film ever. Hopefully, Matt will admit this. And do you know the film he's referring to, Dan? Submarine. Yes. Do you know Because I told you before. You told me before, yeah, yeah. Before. yeah. Do you know what it's about? It's about a boy who yes. has a, a relationship with a submarine. <laughs> 
it's like, oh yeah, Trident, I'm yeah. going to make my man out of you. Yeah. Uh, you know, that actually would be a better film, actually. I would, I think what is your submarine about? I have heard it's very good. I haven't seen it, and I would like to. Submarine was originally a book, and we, um, it's about a kind of awkward, uh, really awkward boy when he's 15 trying to get out with this girl, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, basically what happens is that uh, the film, uh, Richard Ayoade directed it, and Alex Turner, uh, who from the Arctic Monkeys, who is my brother's favourite band, he, uh, he he did the music. And I think it was Alex didn't actually like the film, but because Alex Turner did the music, he fell in love with it. It's like, oh, it's the best film ever. It's a perfectly okay film. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, a, a boy making out with a, a nuclear submarine, that's far better. Far you know, better, yeah. We should write that. That's ha- that's opening up for Miss the Play. Just a man making out of a submarine. Mm, yeah. Mm. There's got to be some kind Yeah. There's got to, no one's done it before. It's like Black Mirror, but better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I refute the claim of um, submarine being the best film ever. Disappointing Matt didn't know Paul McCartney's X- Xmas song. Uh, best Xmas song uh, is either Pose or Tim Minchin, in my opinion, by the way. Uh, I, yeah, I am... Um, yeah, it feels very long ago since Christmas, doesn't it? It does, yeah. reading this, yeah. Uh, my Xmas present was from my brother, me. That's you, my yeah, house. Uh, yeah, uh, was a review of my favourite... Al- so what happened, uh, my brother, uh, his favourite... I'd say his favourite band is Arctic Monkeys, and his favourite album is uh, Art- um, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. I thought, okay, I can make him a mixtape of all of his favourite songs, but I realised it's just that album, so <laughs> I ripped all the songs from the, uh, the album, and I put in, like, I gave him a mixtape of that album, essentially. But what I did at the end, because I, I have never listened to it before, I reviewed it, and I listened to it, I uh, reviewed it, and I slated it for about 15 minutes, and uh, uh, I gave it to him on Christmas Day, and yeah, it's just lovely, you know, just basically me just slagging off his favourite album. What did album. he get you? Uh, he, ooh, good question. He got me tickets to see Ozzy Osbourne live. That's uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, with Judas Priest as well. Oh, that is nice. Mm. Yeah, God. Um, you're a fan of Ozzy Osbourne, aren't you? I am, yeah. Yeah, your favourite song is Mr. Crowley, right? Mr. Crowley. Yeah. Mr. Crowley. Bam, 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 bam. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, so I, I did, I slated it for 15 minutes. He said it was pretty funny, to be fair. Uh, and however, Alex uh, wanted to tell us about the worst present he got for this, because uh, we, we mentioned that in the Christmas yep. episode, what's the worst? He says, my girlfriend had strict instruction to buy me Red Dead Redemption 2 for PlayStation 4, which apparently she did. However, subsequently she lost it in between wrapping it and giving it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, I couldn't play it anytime soon. So, because <laughs> like, I got a really, oh, uh, for Christmas, I got a really distressed WhatsApp message from my brother saying, Helen has not got me Red Dead 2 because I got that Amazon email saying that I came through. She's bought it for me, but she doesn't know where it was. <laughs> it just, essentially, you just got like 10 pairs of socks for Christmas. <laughs> so has it not been delivered yet? I think it has arrived. I think it's in their house. We just haven't found it. Oh my she, God. She forgot she's where it was. lost it. And he's so annoyed. <laughs> so, so annoyed. Uh, um... So she has actually genuinely ordered it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, he got the email in November saying, oh, yeah, Amazon order place for Red Dead Redemption 2. He's like, oh, she's going... He said that it ruins the surprise, but the, the biggest surprise that it didn't... <laughs> and she's like, uh, from what I gather, she's very much like blase about it. I was like, nah, I'll find it in time. Yeah. <laughs> and he also talks about Santa Claus. says, this myth has a very hashtag me too vibe. Uh, I reckon it was probably a bit of a cover-up. St. Nick seems a bit like Michael Jackson, really. Interest, interesting thesis. 
Uh, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure what to think of that, to be honest. Yeah. However, he goes on uh, to a less. I want uh, an essay. I want a hundred. I want a thousand five hundred word essay on why the Saint Nicholas is also don't like Michael do, Jackson. Don't do. Don't don't please. <laughs> Fun fact: On my holidays to Turkey, I visited Saint Nicholas Island, the Gamelia Island, on a little boat trip. It was beautiful and totally recommended it if you are ever exploring that part of the world. Uh, if you have any fans in that area, why don't you take a picture? Uh, but if not. We've actually got a picture of Alex uh, there as well. Uh, so we're going to post on the Facebook fan group as well. Because uh, why not? Uh, and what? how do you describe my brother? Because you, you saw the picture of him. I saw a picture. Imagine getting a picture of... Getting a picture of Matt. And then... Just his face. And you're going to airbrush it slightly. <laughs> and then what you're going to do is put it on the body of someone who is tall and looks like they go outside a lot. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, well, the way you said it earlier was I look like sporty. a... Sporty. Sport, He's sport. like a sporty version of Matt. But I can't refute that because I've, uh, I've technically uh, been at the gym quite a lot recently because uh, your boss, Noah, actually listens to our podcast whilst at the gym. He uh, does. He does. Which, technically, I go to gym all the time. Yeah, Matt, Matt works out all the time. Uh, yeah, my, yeah, Noah, if you're listening, I hope you're working out, I guess. Also, like... Is what, that weird that he listens to us whilst he works out? Because I, well, I did he go to the gym. He says he prefers it to listening to music. Oh, I, I can't get... I, I can't... I, I had you to, can't get into a rhythm when yeah, you're listening to myths. Yeah, and I, it's very emotional. Uh, well, not emotional, but it's very personal when I'm working out. And I have to kind of get... Into, I have to listen to music to kind of get me into that flow. Do you, you think I mean? he actually secretly hates the podcast so much that it grind, drives him on to yeah. put more on? <laughs> It's like self-punishment. I knew no 100... Stop doing episodes every week! <laughs> it's like a really bad iTunes review. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah uh, another thing about Noah, Noah listens to him uh, just uh, in any order. And I, that, that genuinely... Uh, last night I couldn't get to sleep for an hour because I thought about that. <laughs> it really, really freaked me out. Uh, it's like... But we do loads of callbacks to stuff. Yeah, we do. Which, if we didn't have to context them... Very creepy. Very creepy. <laughs> Even if you sometimes do have the context of them. Yeah, it's still, still creepy. Still creepy. Uh, and uh, we'll finish off this email by saying, lastly, I feel offended uh, that uh, Dan doesn't like Yorkshire puddings. Cheers. Well, that's an email from my brother. And if you want to get in touch with us, feel free to email us at misspodcast.gmail.com. But we should... Was I... I've been to Yorkshire a few times to visit you. Was I legally allowed into Yorkshire having not liked Yorkshire puddings? You're actually a fugitive of the state. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No one ever asked me, but I'm pretty sure that's the question you should get asked at the border. We'd actually have police in Yorkshire. We just have Yorkshire pudding brigades. And uh, they... They, uh, they... they check people's roast dinners on a Sunday. Yeah, exactly. sure you got roast dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and they uh, kind of... If they catch any like people who aren't eating them, they uh, on Sunday dinners they throw them in like grenades, like grenade, grenade, and gravy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you like Yorkshire puddings? Can you uh, eat Yorkshire puddings? No, because I've got egg and milk of in them. However, not. I had a Yorkshire vegan. Oh, this is a story I didn't tell you, but I'll tell. I'll say it for another podcast. But like, I went to do a vegan show uh, for a Christmas party, and I had a York. I was kind of awkward because I had to eat. I was doing the show. I didn't, and like Christmas corporates are hard, but with a vegan show, I thought it'd be quite okay. So I did my new show there, which didn't go that well. Uh, so I did, um, but I had to eat them beforehand. So I had to eat with people before doing the show. It's really weird. Like basically, I'm talking to the audience, and I have to be the entertainment. It's, I don't know, it's just a weird thing. That's but, weird. Uh, but then I, uh, I had a vegan Yorkshire pudding, which is really nice. Nice. Yeah, nice. it felt a bit like a, an air boil, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> what a good description. It was nice though. Yeah, that, what a great description of a delicious meal. Mmm. Mm. Veganism. Mm. An air bowl. Anyway, um, shall we get on with our podcast then? Uh, yes. Let's see you on the other side, peeps. Hey there, my name's Matt Huss, and in this link I have an American accent, and I advocate the safe use of missed podcasts in small doses. Okay guys, welcome to part two. As always with Myths, part two is the bit where we do the myth, as opposed to part three where we rank the myth and part one, which is the part you just did then. Okay, what so... Do you, what, uh, you said, so this part is where we do the myth, where we rank the myth as part three. What's part one? Part one is, no one actually knows what part one is. <laughs> general, general admin, intro, ch- chat, chat, catch up, awkward love preface, stories. Awkwardness. Uh, yeah, kind yeah. of like... I think that's where we excel, really. Because if anything, I would probably stop listening after the intro. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about the myth? Yeah. I don't listen to it for the myth. I listen to it for this weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't even listen to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Matt. Do you have any idea what this what this next part is going to be about? This myth. Yeah. The myth I chose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this myth today, uh, episode forty-seven, we are going to visit an old friend. An old friend. I'm sorry, Dan. It's not Brian Eagle. One day. Yeah. Shall we write a myth? No, we are visiting um, an, old, per- an old friend. Old friend Perseus. From which episode? The episode Perseus. Episode. And Medusa. <laughs> what number is that? Episode Perseus. I don't remember the episode numbers, come but on, Perseus that... and Medusa, come on. Episode 10. Episode 10. What happened? Can you remember briefly what happened? I can, actually, yeah. Go Backstory. <laughs> Backstory. A man gets told that his his daughter will murder him. Although, the, no. his grandson will murder him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, I've only got one daughter, so that's where she's going to... So my grandson has to come from her, because that is... Science. Uh, they didn't know much in Greek times, we can make but they this knew so that. much faster. So much faster. You're like, so he's like, "Whoa, I don't want a grandson, and therefore your baby, my daughter's baby, to kill me." So he locks her away in a dungeon. Correct? Uh, yes. And then Zeus is a horny bastard, and he's like, "She's really hot," and he's like, "But I can't get to her because she's locked in a dungeon." I know what I'll do. I'll transform myself into Golden Rain, Wait. aka piss, <laughs> and I will go into the dungeon where I will transform Wait. as a man, seduce her, slash rape. You don't need to do the whole. A... You don't need to do the whole episode again. <laughs> uh, just can we do it? long story short, she gives birth to a boy. His name's Perseus. He goes and fights Medusa, who's a crazy woman with snakes for hair, See, now and she turns people to stone. Yeah, now you went a bit too far. And he yeah. flies a horse called Pegasus, which has wings. Yeah, essentially, uh, Perseus uh, fights Medusa in order to uh, save his mum from uh, a, t- a tyrant. And basically, what had happened during that myth, we talked about Medusa. So yeah, that is Perseus. He fights Medusa because he uses the reflection of her shield to turn herself to stone. Yeah. He turns around and he chops her head off. Uh, however, uh, and he goes back to his um, uh, the place and saves his mum, essentially. Yes. Uh, however, on that trip, we had left out a myth. And what happens, on his way back, he doesn't go straight there. In fact, he has a couple of adventures, which we didn't actually mention whatsoever. Uh, so uh, so this is like a, a sub-myth, if you know what I mean. Like a, a myth inside a myth. And yeah. we're going to talk more about... Perseus Revisited. Perseus Revisited and his encounter with Andromeda. Dan, shall we take it away? Yes. So, he's left the cave where he killed Medusa. Yeah. He's got a head in a bag or whatever it was well it, yeah, it was, uh, yeah as he was flying over Africa on his return home god the sun's low isn't it 
Percy's encountered Atlas the Titan, a oh. mythical giant who challenged him. Who's Atlas, Matt? Matt, Matt Connor. So Atlas the Titan, he uh, what he was responsible for holding up the sky. So he would literally hold it on his shoulders. Uh, in fact, you probably see him quite a lot by holding up the whole world, the entirety of the world. In fact, we encountered Atlas in Hercules, I believe, because uh, one of the challenges was that uh, he had to get the golden apple. But uh, Atlas is like, I'll grab it for you, but can you hold up the sky? Uh, and then Hercules is like, uh, so he does it. He goes, ha ha, loser, see you later. But Hercules is like, oh, wait, can you just hold it for one second? I just need to do it with my shoe. He goes, oh, go on then. He holds it up. So, ha ha, fuck you, Atlas, see you later. See, that's how you do an abridged version, Dan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Not the version. Uh, that would actually be really heavy, though, because if you were holding, phys- holding the planet Earth, I'm just going to throw this out there. I reckon it weighs at least... Probably more than 90, no, probably a couple of, like, nine or ten tons, probably? Give or take? I think at least five tons. <laughs> at least, five, over five tons. Five tons, That's yeah. a lot. You're a strong Jesus. man, Atlas. Yeah, Jesus. strong man. Uh, I, how many, yeah... Yeah, that's interesting. Anyway, so he's flying over Africa. Percy's is coming out of Medusa's cave. He's flying over Africa, and he sees Atlas the Titan. And he's like, Oi, Perseus! And they they have a confrontation, and Perseus, who has Medusa's head in a bag, takes it out, and he turns the Titan to stone. Oh, that's sad. Because... Uh, well, why do you reckon they got... Well, how... What was that confrontation? What do you reckon it was? Was it like a no-fly zone? And maybe Pegasus kind of shat in his face, and it's like, oh... Actually, can you not do that? <laughs> and Percy's like, screw you, motherfucker. How does Perseus sound, by the way? What, should we rephrase I don't, think we ever, I don't think we ever did a voice of Perseus. Maybe it should be something that unforgettable. I think he's like a cowboy. Really? Yeah. Ah, I'm Perseus. Yeah. Um, I'm good. Do you like Do you like that? Yeah, I like that. See, yeah. I have been playing Red Dead Redemption yeah, 2, yeah. and I've not been stopping talking like a cowboy. No, unlike mm. your brother. Yeah. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, uh, so I, I'll, I'll, should I do the voice for Perseus? Okay, should I be Atlas? Atlas. Uh, uh, let's let's recreate this confrontation. Uh, Oi, what are you doing here? I'm just minding my own business. I'm heading back to that place I'm from. What are you got in that bag? <laughs> you sound like Ray you Winston. Slag. <laughs> <laughs> he talks in rhyme, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Atlas talks in rhyme. I don't know how long I can keep this up for, but we'll find oh, out. Yeah, okay. What are you got in that bag? You slag. I don't know what you mean by slag, but I got uh, a gorgon's head. You want to see it, mister? You're going to be rude to me again? (laughs) What's a gorgon? You can't. I saw the panic in your eyes because you're like, oh, God, I need to make your eye fast. <laughs> oh, I knew that would stop immediately. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even do one of the rhyme. That was. <laughs> <laughs> and you could have went for. Like, Gorgon Smorgan. That's even worse. Because <laughs> that's, that's accepting defeat. What the fuck? Why is it Gorgon? Oh, you don't have to be Gorgon. It does have to be Gorgon, because that was clearly the funniest word in that sentence. <laughs> God. Um, uh, Gordon. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm not the one... You're the one who set up this... What you've done is set up your own triviality, and then you failed to jump through it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you you create the logic of that. All right, anyway. Anyway, what's in the bag? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> uh, I've got Medusa's head. 
You want to have a look at it, huh, mister? If, if you don't show me that head, I'll knock you out. And you'll be asleep like when you're in a bed. I mean, <laughs> you should do rap, Dan. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm kind of a... Uh, to be honest, I don't know where this is going, so... Oh, you've turned to stone now. Ow! Ow, my fucking eyes! Ah! <laughs> never... Atlas, famous for his rhyming, never did it any, ever again. Like the rest of his life, really, I suppose. Anyway, so... Atlas has turned to stone, which uh, I guess that's holding up the sky forever. Uh, but you know, I feel I feel quite bad for Alice. He has never had a good life, if you know what I mean. He was kind of shut on when he was alive, and now he's forced to do that for the rest of his life. But at least it's just you know, it is. Think about it. It's quite temperamental to ask one person to hold up the whole sky, isn't it? It's quite. That's asking quite a lot, isn't it? Like, yeah. Bear in mind, you have. Gods who don't do anything. Apparently, Zeus just fucks around all day, literally. And it's like Atlas is literally holding up the weight of the earth. You know what I mean? If anything, that's kind of symbolic of this podcast. Mm. We have no idea why they're going to fight, by the way. Yeah, it doesn't say. Because he was so crap at rhyming, probably. <laughs> Perseus continued his journey home, and as he passed the kingdom of Ethiopia, oh, oh here we go, oh. he came upon the beautiful and hapless maiden Andromeda, chained to the rocks, waiting to be fat. Wait, trained to the rocks, waiting to be devoured by a sea monster. Okay, there's a lot to unpick here. Firstly, chained to the rocks, waiting to be devoured. I'm like, come on, I've just chained myself up. Oh my god, I've been here for so long and I haven't been devoured yet by a sea monster. I'm a young virgin and everything, like, come on. Come on. Also, why is everyone here black? (laughs) See, as we talked about earlier, that requires context. Without a callback, that is racism. (laughs) It's because... What's his face? You know what, don't, that's not even, not even go there. You should know because you've been listening to it in chronological order. Episode 43. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, you also... Um, I want to pick up on this because what's her name? Andromeda. Uh, yes. Uh, so, Andromeda, uh, obviously, is uh, another galaxy. A galaxy close to our own. It is. Because um, we are in the Milky Way. Mm. Made famous, of course, by the... Chocolate, chocolate <laughs> Andromeda's Is weak. the galaxy named after the chocolate bar the other way around? Wait, hold on. I just realised that if I'm in the Milky Way, it's not vegan, is it? No. Oh, God. I'm assuming that the galaxy is named after the chocolate bar, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Scientists were like, what should we call this galaxy? Ooh, yeah. what am I eating at the moment? This is delicious. Milky Way. We also have quite a lot of star and space-themed chocolate. Galaxy, Mars. And also, like... Twix. <laughs> wow! Have you seen that constellation? It's a Twix, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if you knew this about me, but I used to run a pub quiz at university. I, I didn't know, know that about you. I, I was a pub quiz host. I on the Sunday I did uh, the uh, pub quiz, and on the Saturday I, I ran the karaoke. Oh, of course you did oranges. Yeah, I orange. did know that. Uh, so what happened? Really good curly fries. Yeah, and then they stopped them because ah, now they're out of business. Now, uh, what happened is that so I did the Saturday, and basically uh, they pay me my normal rate, and you get five free drinks, and they could be five pints as well. So I would get absolutely <laughs> wanked for free over a weekend. And this um, on like my second or third one, uh, third uh, um, pub quiz, um, I got quite drunk. And the thing is, you have to find, you have to write your own quiz as well. You don't get it given to you. You have to find the quiz questions. And I found this website; it does loads of kind of generic ones. So, and there's quite a lot to it. You do have to do a lot of prep to, with it. In all fairness, um, yeah, because you've got to make sure they're right. Yeah, right. So, but one of the questions was. Uh, what is the galaxy closest to our own, right? 
And I've never... I didn't know the answer to this. Uh, I saw it was that, but... The Andromeda system. However, I... Uh, when I was revealing the answers, and the answer is... Bear in mind, I've only seen it written down. I was like, Andromedia! <laughs> and a group of nerds were like, It's Andromeda! I was like... Uh, and I was quite proud of myself because I was like, uh, I took my heels in and was like, no, I read a science book this morning. It's Andromedia, guys. Uh, I'm a folk Chris Lester. I know these things. <laughs> That's true. Oh, it worries me that you also studied classics at the time. Uh, yeah, yes. Well, I didn't do well. <laughs> uh, I, I really want one of my old my lecturers to listen to this podcast and just think how far I could have gone. <laughs> Anyway, uh, anyway, so he, Perseus is flying, he's made tight, um, Atlas of Stone, Androm- and then he's Andromedia. come across Ethiopia, and he's found Andromeda <laughs> trained to rocks, waiting patiently, bless her, to be devoured by a sea monster. The beautiful Andromeda was the daughter of the Ethiopian king, Cepheus, and queen Cassiopeia. 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 One day, the vain queen had bragged that her daughter Andromeda was more beautiful than Nenerit's the sea nymphs. I believe the Nerids are the clan of uh, where Thetis is from. Okay, yeah. The sea nymphs fell angry to hear that and complained to Poseidon, the god of the sea. A furious Poseidon unleashed the sea monster, C- what are we going for, Cetus? Cetus, Cetus, to frequently ravage the coast and devastate the land of Ethiopia in order to avenge the insult to his wards, the Nerids. Nerids. Uh, a couple of things to unpick here. Firstly, uh, Ethiopia has quite a lot of bad stuff happen to it. It does. Very low suns and ravage uh, wrecks in the shore. Uh, but also, as I've just mentioned earlier, Atlas has to literally hold up the whole world, right? And However, Poseidon gets angry over someone dissing his clan. Is everything okay? Yeah, I'm just going to double check something. Yeah, I didn't think so. Ethiopia is a landlocked country. <laughs> Should I say that again for the podcast? Sorry, uh, sorry guys. I was just midway through that, got up and walked over to the map. I've got quite a big map at the end of my room. Because I was pretty confident as I was sitting here that Ethiopia definitely doesn't have a coastline. And it definitely doesn't. It's landlocked. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked at two maps. It's landlocked. Yeah, it's, it definitely doesn't have a coastline. Somalian Djibouti, yeah. yeah, yeah, Djibouti, Somalia, and Eritrea kind of block it off. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I pride myself on my geography, and I was like, I, I wanted to say that before, but I was like, no, I, you know, I, I, I've got a pretty good knowledge of stuff like that. But I was like, I'll, I'll double double check on the map. Definitely, you've also confirmed, right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely a landlocked country, guys. So that's rather well, hilarious. That's why Poseidon was so pissed off. <laughs> Maybe back then Ethiopia was bigger. The kingdom of Ethiopia might be different to the country of Ethiopia now. As in, like, um, Egypt, Thebes, and um, Greek Thebes as well. Exactly, yeah. But even so, that's a funny revelation. That's uh, funny. You know, first they had the lower sun, then the Poseidon, rabbit- Poseidon, help us! I need you to ravage a coastline. Which one? Ethiopia. Well, how the fuck am I going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Look at a map before you come and bother me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. That's funny. Um, oh, yes, that, f- that famous seagoing nation of Ethiopia. Uh, so His neighbour Somalia, on the other hand, I assure you, does have a coastline. And yes. they, they use it wisely. <laughs>
Oh man, that's see, that's the pirates. Thing. Yeah, I got that, Dan. <laughs> oh, I didn't think you were, like no. They have beautiful sandcastle competitions. Is that what you meant, eh? To be fair, they actually do. Oh, let's just continue with the myth because. <laughs> so Poseidon gets angry because someone, uh, someone bragged that she was prettier than myths, uh, some nymphs, which is seems a bit irrational, but those are gods. So what happened next? The desperate king, Cephas, appealed to Zeus, Zeus, who suggested the sacrifice of Andromeda was the only way to appease the wrathful wrathful Poseidon. So he's like, oh, we're going to have to sacrifice our daughter now, who got us into this because she's hot. Yeah, so basically, like... The mum has said, my daughter's really hot. Well, then Poseidon got angry. And then she's like, well, I'll have to sacrifice you now. Sorry, daughter. Yeah. She's like, mum, you didn't have to mention that I was hot. Yeah. Maybe the word hot was wrong. It'd be weird if your parents referred to you as hot. <laughs> Beautiful, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, thus, it was our hero, uh, Perseus, who found him face-to-face with the beautiful Andromeda, chained helplessly onto the rocks, awaiting her doom. She'd been there for at least ten years. Uh, uh, Perseus immediately fell in love with the lovely maiden and promptly killed Cetus the Beast, who had been licking his lips at the prospect of having a delicious meal. You know what I think he's interrupted here? Because it sounds like the Beast has been there for a while, just licking his lips. I think he's interrupted a James Bond versus villain moment when they do like a really long speech. Okay. And they don't just go... You know how normally James Bond, like, instead of the villain just being like, ha, 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 bang, you're dead. Yeah. They'll do like a really, really long speech. And, and explain gives, themselves, and it, and, it yeah. explain, and it gives them... I reckon that's what the Beast is doing. Instead of going, I've got you now, yum, 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 gobble, gobble, gobble. It's like, ah, ha, 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 ooh, I'm going to eat you, yeah, look at, ooh, what you going to do, ooh, ha, oh, what's this guy doing? Oh, no, and then he kills him. Oh, if only I spoke in rhymes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, though, yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah. it's just been waiting around. He very much, he very much liked the uh, the chase, if you know what I mean, so, yeah. He, um, also, he killed it pretty quick. He also fell in love pretty quick as well. Again, fell in love instantly within mm. Greek myths, happens all the time. Uh, so, Cetus, um is dead. We didn't even hear what Cetus was like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, he just said he was a beast. So, and, yeah, so, she's chained to the, also, again, if they're like, oh, can you sacrifice your daughter? Again, they didn't, they just chained up on the rocks and hoped for the best, but, like, why don't you just, if you're going to sacrifice her, do it properly, you know what I mean? You know, do it, be like Agamemnon, go for it, you know? So, Perseus uh, took Andromeda to her father, Cepheus, and asked for her hand in marriage. Now, that must be a weird day, right? You put your daughter out to be sacrificed, and ten minutes later she comes home, oh, I'm g- going to marry this guy. <laughs> that would be quite funny. That's a bit of a head fuck, isn't it? That would be really funny. This infuriated Andromeda's uncle, uh, Phineas, to whom the maiden was already promised. promised. Oh, oh God. going to marry her uncle. Oh. Get a room. Oh, uh, you know. Um, well, I don't know why I said get a room. That's exactly yeah, the opposite of what I Yeah. Mean. Well, I guess, you know, I guess... Incest is pretty interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Welcome to <laughs> this. Uh, during the ensuing quarrel, uh, uh, the quarrel of, hey, let me fuck my niece, <laughs> <laughs> which is the greatest Jeremy Carl title I've ever seen one, <laughs> Perseus turned Phineas into stone. Perseus turned Phineas into stone by showing him the head of Gorgon Medusa. See, the thing is with Perseus, now he has that Gorgon's head, he has become a bit of a buzzkill because he all the stories just end with and he's turned into stone. It's like, come on, mate. At least also, the more times he gets the head out, the more times he risks getting it out the wrong way. And yeah, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yeah, how would you go about that as well? Like, you have to feel for the nose and the f- and then make sure that's the correct direction. Like make it? sure that's the right direction. You don't want to drag it out of the band in a rush and realise you've got it holding the head backwards and it's actually yeah. facing you as it comes out the bag. Yeah. That's quite funny, isn't it? Back to Seraphos, Se- uh, which is, I think that's where he's originally from. Uh, well, a happily married Perseus returned to the island of Seraphos with his wife Andromeda, uh, only to find Polydectes... Uh, Still pursuing his unwillful m- mother, Deny. Uh, so, Polydectes sent him off to f- kill the Gorgon. Yeah. So, um, also, like, Andromeda, after being chained up, uh, asked to be married. Her uncle dies, and she's like, Yeah, this guy seems stable, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. this is nice. Yeah, yeah. just, turns just carrying around the head of a monster. Yeah, perfectly stable. And she's got a winged horse as well. Man, Pegasus. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of. Damn, Andromeda, you fine. Mm, you better, you better than that Bella fine. Yeah, damn, damn, Andromeda. Wait, if if Pegasus, you, you fly, girl. If Pegasus speaks like that, and uh, Perseus speaks like a cowboy, can we try and have that interaction? Okay, it's very yeah, similar. Yeah. Well, how how how's it going, Pegasus? It worries me that that's your accent for a cowboy. Uh, I'm good. I'm no, good. What's cow? Rootin' dootin'. I'm not gonna shoot ya. I'm from the I think. Ah. I think it's more something like that. More like, hey. That's more Ozark, though, isn't hey, it? Yeah, that's kind of cowboy. Hey. I'm hey a Cree. There. Hey, hey there, good? man. I'm a, I'm a cowboy. What you doing, huh? You wanna go? Wanna go for a ride? Nah, that's more like that's New my York. Uncle. That's not a good one. Hey, you wanna go for a ride? I'm walking here. <laughs> Uh, uh, we actually have quite a growing um, American fan base. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but so he returns back to uh, Saraphos with um, his new wife, who wasn't mentioned in the previous myth that we read out as well. So I think this is like a a, a tangential myth, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like a, a different version. So poor Polydectes soon joined the list of stone statues thanks to the skillful use of the head Medusa. Which sounds passive-aggressive, doesn't it? It does, it does. After that, Perseus made Dictus, the fisherman, king of the island, to thank him for his kindness and generosity over the years. Uh, a grateful Perseus gave his flying sandal, uh, mirror, and magical cap to the god Hermes. He gave his great trophy, the head of Medusa, to the goddess Athena. Uh, so we kind of talked about that. Anyway. Um, so am I, is he just made, the guy that raised him, the fisherman... He just made him king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, fair enough. I mean, if he's at sea all the time, he'd be quite a bad king, I yeah. imagine. Uh, do not do the last one? He's trying to sell fish to Ethiopia and couldn't work out how <laughs> why business wasn't going great. <laughs> he just he sat on he sat in the jungle just throwing throwing a stick. Oh, this fishing's bad. <laughs> the whole family finally decided to leave Seraphos and return to Argos, keeping it a secret from King Acrisius. Acrisius. That is. The king, the king that put his mum in the dungeon. Where the golden rain, golden rain, golden fleece. <laughs> there, one day, Perseus took part in a sports competition. While throwing the discus, he accidentally struck his grandfather and instantly killed him. Yeah, that was an accident. The old prophecy had come true, no matter how Acrisius tried to avoid it. After the death of Acrisius, the kingdom of Argos naturally passed on to Perseus, who thought himself unworthy of it since he had caused his grandfather's death, even by accident. So he gave away the kingdom of Argos to Megapentheus. 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 
That's the condition I have in my pants. <laughs> in exchange for Megapenthes Kingdom of Tyrannus. Tyrannus. Sorry, not Megapenthes. Uh, micro. Micropenthes. That's <laughs> Micropenthes. What that's, that's, that's what I have. Perseus and his wife Andromeda happily settled in Tyrannus. 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 And became... Why do they all look the same? Tyrannus. And became the parents of seven sons and one daughter. But she had a fun time. According to mythology, the descendants of Perseus ruled Mycenae, the most powerful town of Pelop. Why am I getting all the shit words? Peloponnesus. Why don't we read that again? Peloponnesus. Why don't we read that again? Peloponnesus. 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 Sorry, what were you going to say? It doesn't matter now, does it? So, Pelop Onesis. Uh, can we just go back and work out what's just happened because I was focusing so much on trying to not have a stroke reading out those <laughs> names that I nearly had an aneurysm trying to so, pronounce Pelinopop on this so he kills his grandfather by accident in a discus competition yep firstly like, that, she'd uh, never do discus with a sweaty hand discus goes all that over that sounds the sh- like a really bad discus goes all over the shop you know like an like an old wise tale but never do discus with a sweaty hand like uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ne- never go into a labyrinth without a ball of string. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. Stuff like that, yeah. So he kills his dad uh, and he gives the kingdom to... Uh, he, he gets the kingdom, he, but he's like, oh, I don't he, feel worthy. He swaps it with uh, Micropenis uh, uh, <laughs> for the kingdom of Tyrans. Tyrans. I don't know why. Uh, so he's like, I feel unworthy to have this kingdom. I'll swap you for another. Yeah. But <laughs> like, you are still getting a kingdom then, but, so he's not that humble. But also, like, imagine if you're like, uh, if, if, uh, for example, France was like, "Hey, Germany, you want to swap governments?" It's like, "Yeah, go on then." And just swapped it around. That's that's weird, right? That just weird. Mad, that's, that's a big weird. change of pace, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so they settled down in Tyrans. Per, uh, Perseus and Andromeda. This is where they kind of remain for the rest of their lives, and they birth seven sons and one daughter. Uh, and uh, Perseus ruled Mycenae, um, the most powerful uh, town in that area. And Hercules was also a descendant of Perseus. Uh, whilst his son Perses is said to have travelled in a faraway Asia and become the ancestor of a new race, the Persians. I did not know that. Mm. It makes sense now. Perseus had per- so so Perseus's son Perses went on to the Persians. That makes sense. Although bit of an anomaly. Uh, apparently, Perseus was an ancestor of Hercules. But Hercules um, also dealt with Atlas, who was alive at the time. Yeah, but he's a titan, so... But he was turned to stone. You yeah. You can't just turn not onto stone. Wait, wait, wait. wait. The chronology... Yeah, the chronology's out. Are you telling me these aren't real? <laughs> are you saying you t- Ethiopians are not a landlocked country? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Also, Perses went on to found the Persians, and Perses sounds like Xerxes, who was the king of Persia. Son of Darian? Darius. Darius. Fuck, so close. To impress- could... So close to impressing that. Well, not really. It was like, that was a, such a bad segue. <laughs> Perseus sounds like something Xerxes, yes. Uh, regardless. Um, All of my knowledge of Persia comes from one BBC4 documentary I watched and 300. I actually uh, did a whole module about uh, Darius I in my classics. Nice. Persia was very big back in the day. Yes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, should we start ranking it, Dan? Let's start ranking it.
as you know, Misfits, uh, every episode we rank it out of four different categories. Life skills, uh, uh, morals, creativity, and the WTF factor. So, let's get straight into it. Dan, life skills. Life skills. What did we learn? Practical things, what we learned. So, uh, we learned how to turn people to stone. Learn how to turn people to stone. We defuse any argument by just turning people to stone. Just defuse any argument. We uh, learn how to kill a sea monster. Uh, we learned how to cha- chain a girl up. And funny enough, we learned geography. Yes, we did. Uh, uh, we also learned that Perseus didn't actually kill Cetus through the the, the Gorgon head. He actually killed her. Just they killed Cetus just randomly. Yeah, that's true. Actually, uh, we learned that don't don't be. Uh, I, I guess uh, uh, the the only way to appease a god is to murder your daughter. Yep, that's true. Um, we learned that incest is okay. <laughs> If, if that's I'm, immoral, I guess. That's immoral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was weird. No, life story. Um, we learned that you can just marry someone because why not? Um, we we learned we learned that if you if you save if you save someone from from death, then legally they they have to marry you. <laughs> I mean, uh, I would be married ten times over by now. Uh, uh, we also learned that. Um, we learned the most humble way to be king is to swap your kingdom. We learned how to. Yeah. We learned. Well, we learned how to throw a discus. We learned how to throw a discus really well. Yeah. We also gave lots of gifts. As well. Yeah, we learned how to like give back to the community, give people kingdoms. We learned how to have a micro penis. We learned how to have a micro penis. Uh, we learned how to have eight children. <laughs> we learned how to create a brand new race as well. Yeah, we did. Also learned uh, how to mess up a chronology as well. Yeah. All right. So. I'm thinking about a five. Five. I was going to go five. Morals. Morals. So, uh, learn incest is okay. Uh, learn. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we kind of covered a lot already. But stuff like andro- um, rescuing Andromeda. Uh, don't don't annoy. Don't call your daughter beautiful, or else um, gods will get annoyed. Uh, we learned that Ethiopia has had a rough time, so don't make it any worse. Yeah. Uh, we learned that. Um, I guess karma gets you in the end because Acrisius um, kind of messes up and you know Perseus gets to live happily ever after which is quite rare for like most of these stories that's true most of them die horrendous deaths <laughs> uh, so yeah I think Andromeda had an okay life you know she didn't say a single word during this by the way yeah. <laughs> do you reckon like most of the women in like Greek times are just cardboard cutouts like, I reckon yeah so what any morals from you Dan? Um, well, I don't think it's that moral heavy, to be honest. But he's very giving, Perseus. And also, I guess if he doesn't actually deal with problems, he just kind of murders people. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he got into a fight with Atlas at, for over nothing, and then just ended it. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So I don't. Um, maybe like a three or a four. I think the three. We've got to be. We've got to be honest with three. ourselves. Yeah. It's not that much. Is it even a three? Yeah, I think it is a three because there are some morals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the whole incest. It's less than uncle. average. It's less than average. Yeah, but it's still fine. Yeah. Creativity. There are sea monsters. Mm-hmm. There's Atlas. There's gods. There's gods. There's a few characters in this. Yes, mixing of mythology. Mixing of mythology always gets points. Creates real life uh, cultures like cultures, Persians. Persians, yeah. Uh, talks. Uh, Again, it's like a lot of origin stuff. Even uh, things like being killed by a discus. Pretty random. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I guess uh, the swapping of kingdoms is quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I, uh, I, I guess that um, the whole her family trying to sell her, no, trying to her mum makes a comment. Her side doesn't like it, and then to fix her own comment, she just sells her. She tries to sell her daughter basically <laughs> well, to, to kill death. her daughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Again, I think a lot of the things we discussed. Um. If, uh, the whole Ethiopia landlock thing was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna say either five or six. I think five. Yeah. Is this, is this no more or less than it should be normally? Well, it's not a high myth. So WTF? Uh, incest for sure. For sure, incest. Um, the murder by discus. Um, the the fact that Sam gets so angry over nothing as well. Like, yeah, uh, that's true. That's kind of dumb. Imagine just saying like, "Oh, my daughter is very much more beautiful than those people," and she didn't even say it to them. And he's like, "Well, I'm gonna have to like murder your whole family now." It's like <laughs> that's a bit much, isn't it? Uh, the fact that, you know, we've already mentioned it in episode 10, but, like, the fact that Perseus had to, was, you know, in exile and had to go and kill Medusa in the first place, you know what I mean? Yep. And also, I guess, I mean, this is more for creativity, but, like, the fact that Andromeda didn't appear in episode 10, but she didn't have her own myth, if you know what I mean? So, yep. Hmm, not crazy, crazy. Uh, and actually, it's quite tame. Another if, five, I think. Yeah, five, I'd it's say. Like the uncle marrying niece thing, that was weird. So, I think eight, five. Eighteen until all five. Eighteen. Five, three, five, five. Well, Matt, it's good to see you, and I hope you have a pleasant 2819. Yeah, um, um, it's, it's been, I think it's going to be a good year. And really a strong, year. We, we've had a pretty strong year for this, but we'll talk about the Miss overall year in a couple of episodes' time. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to, uh, it's, it's strong, this is a brand new year, brand new us, no, actually, brand new year, us, uh, I think we're, we're going to be the same goofy selves, aren't we? Yeah, nothing's really going to change, guys. However, uh, what is change? There are like changes are coming, aren't they, Dan? Rolling on this, like what? For example, uh, we have a brand new Patreon page. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll um, do that quickly. What is Patreon? Patreon is where if you we do this for free, we do it for free, but it does take quite a lot of our time up, actually. Time. And, uh, you know, and money to, yeah, to expensive. visit each other because we live at the opposite side of the country. Patreon is if you, I believe, you should, if you like, if you like the myth um, and you feel like you want to donate a little bit, then you, you can, basically. But, yeah, so but this, by no means do you have to. Yeah, so this, this podcast is free and then we um, intend it to be free for the rest of its days uh, and we want you to listen to it. That's essentially uh, what we want uh, more than anything else. However... Uh, if you wanted to donate to the podcast, uh, there's two ways of doing it. Uh, there's something called Kofi, which is K-O-F-I, and it'll be in the uh, uh, description uh, notes at the bottom. And I have a, my own page called Matt House Comedy, and uh, if you want to do a one-off donation for the podcast, you go into the, you let me know it's for Miss, and you send us whatever amount of money. Uh, it, you know, it could be, um, it, obviously, pay what you want and pay what you feel. So if you want to put £5 in or... Maybe like ten pounds. I think ten pounds for a whole year's worth of episodes. That's pretty fair, isn't it? That's pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, so you can give us a one-off donation, and that helps pay for like uh, travel costs, uh, accommodation costs, uh, putting up with Dan. It's it's uh, just stuff you know, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, no. And also um, to pay off the Yorkshire police from taking uh, Dan's Yorkshire <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burn habits. Yeah. Uh, but oh, but there's another way as well uh, through Patreon. Patreon is. Uh, it's kind of like a, a weekly. If you want to give us like, they does it through dollars. So if you want to give us like a dollar 
for every episode every week that comes out. Uh, uh, so it's more of like a continual thing. So a one dollar will come out every episode episode which is released which means that you know we have a more of a steady income it's far better for us because it means that we are able to uh consistently get money if you know what i mean which means that we can put far more stuff into the podcast essentially the more uh the more we can uh, money you have coming in the more time we can spend in the podcast realistically uh and what it means is that uh but if you do if you go to our uh, patreon account we have some bonus material up there for you nothing's currently up there but we're gonna put some stuff in the meantime we've only just rolled it out recently now we've done a, I've done a yeah. whole year's worth of podcasts so. yeah uh, but again this is only if you can afford it but stuff like uh, we're putting uh, I think we're gonna put up the uh, the video of the Weetabix challenge so if you wanted to see it, 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 see us doing the podcast in a, in full glory, and I I guarantee you, it's grim. It's, it's really grim. It's, it's just me in a bedroom, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's me trying to do a podcast by myself whilst a man is yeah, me by weed in a bit. small bedroom in Wimbledon, London. Just uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's quite interesting. So it's uh, yeah, so you can watch stuff like that. Ah, the early days, and we think we might do some bonus podcast stuff just for there as well. It's just basically uh, bonus content if you're interested as well. But again, it's entirely optional. Uh, However, if you don't want to do that, there's other ways you can get involved. For example, you can give us how many stars on iTunes? Five. Yes, please give us a review. Tell friends. Tell friends. Uh, yeah, if you can't afford to give us anything, that's obviously fine. Uh, but why don't you tell a friend instead? Because uh, the, the male... Tell your rich friends. <laughs> uh, no, because, uh, you know, the more people listen to it, the better, really. Uh, and they can also send us an email. They can... Mythspodcast at gmail.com You zoned out for a second there, didn't you? I did, yeah, really yeah. zoned out. Uh, and also, you can uh, find us uh, online at Miss, uh, Podcast, uh, 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 Twitter, and if you find us on the Misfits fan club page, uh, it, and we talk all things Miss there. Uh, also, if you, whilst, whilst we're on the plug train, uh, we can, uh, why, if you haven't already, check out Laura Lex's uh, Live at the Apollo video. Uh, she's She was on Live at the Apollo over Christmas, and it's fantastic, wasn't it, Dan? She was. Look how cool we are. We're, we're, we're essentially, we're dead famous now. Yeah. I mean, basically what Matt's saying is the only way that he could replace me was to find someone who's really, 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 really exceptionally funny, like Laura Lex. Is that what you're saying? I don't know if it is. No, no I'm definitely not. not. In fact, yeah. the opposite. <laughs> it, it was nice to give the audience comedy for, for, for an episode. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Well, thank you again for listening. Uh, we're back next week for more myths. Uh, and at the end of the month, we have a big special episode, don't we? We do. Uh, yes. Well, are you talking about our 50th episode? We're coming up very episode. soon. Oh, it's going to be interesting, isn't it, Dan? It is. Uh, are you going to do anything special for our... Not not our fake birthday, but actual birthday. I'll probably do some kind of some kind of thing. <laughs> that, that sounds so conspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to make Ethiopia? Uh, maybe our 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 goals of podcast. You know this political podcast which aims to make campaigns. Our political campaign is to make Ethiopia a not landlocked country. Not landlocked country. For too long, the sun has been low in that country. <laughs> Time to rise us. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I uh, hope you enjoy 2019 as much as we do. See you guys later. See ya. Bye. Myths. Myths.
my testicles.